Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot breath verse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. Today's episode, is our monthly contest winner. Every month, graduates of our writing masterclass compete for $100 and an interview on this podcast, and then we live stream it on our YouTube channel where you get to vote for the winner. And this month's winner is returning champ, Maryland's finest, it's Sandy Bernstein. So if you want to be like Sandy and maybe win 100 bucks and in an interview on this show, just join our masterclass and enjoy our interview with Sandy. Hey everyone, let's give it up for a hot girl summer. Yeah, I've been having one since 2016. It's never stopped. For me, every day is hot girl summer since menopause. <laughs> My favorite part of hot girl summer here in Maryland is February. I can sit by an open window and crochet. I have my own microclimate. And the extended outlook is for mostly grouchy with scattered grumble storms and shitty puns. I tried to explain my mood swings to my husband, but he's hard of hearing. His response was, mood swings? Is that like camel toe? No, <laughs> but I also have lightning hot flashes. And when I eat dairy, a 90% chance of thunder from down under. But I barely sweat. And by that, I mean waterfalls. I sweat so much, the underwire in my bra rusted. I had to get a tetanus shot for my boobs. You know that expression, Netflix and chill? Watching TV and getting busy? My husband and I used to Netflix and chill. To the Weather Channel. Mm -hmm. But now that's a streaming service, which my husband resents. He hates the word streaming. He has prostate issues. Our bed is like the equator. There are two seasons, wet and dry. Lately, it's been a drought. But at least it's not Death Valley. Yeah! Sandy Bernstein! Welcome! Hey, thank you. We out you. You're, you've won again. Congratulations. Goodness. Oh, thank you. I'm thrilled. <laughs> Are never you? ends. Never <laughs> gets old. You, you, this is just old hat nowadays. Oh no, no, it's it's never old. I never take it for granted. I I really appreciate everybody's kind words and support. Uh, it's awesome. Thank you. So what's um what what's your favorite joke here? Which of all these jokes in your set? What what's like your favorite one? Uh, I think the rusting underwire. Uh huh. Yeah, and the tetanus shot. How did you come up with that one? Like, where did your, what was your mindset around? Oh, I sweat a lot. So how did you go from there? Or where did that joke start? Yeah. Um, well, I was just sitting around and uh, sweating. And I, <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? And I thought to myself, geez, <laughs> I'm sweating so much. The underwire, my bra is rusting. And it, it just, one of those things that just came to me, which, yeah, is, is rare, but it was just, yeah, oh. I was sitting there sweating, and that's what came into my mind. Oh, nice. So that's one that just kind of, like, appeared. That's not one you had to really, like, hammer out. 
Right. Yeah. But the, but the tag was, uh, I think something maybe I workshop that, uh, somebody threw out there and I thought that was great. So I love <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Imre said he liked the, the mood swings versus camel toe. Yeah. 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 And, and my thinking there, it was almost like an A to C because another, I don't know if people know this or how common it is, but another word for camel toe is moose knuckles. So <laughs> You learn something new every day, don't you, Joel? <laughs> yeah, so much for being a liberal arts major, right? Yeah, right. My wife will be so proud. Look, honey, look what I learned today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not. Yeah, I don't think I knew that one, but now I do. I don't know. I have to ask Bob if that's a thing in Canada. Yeah, Bob, up in Toronto. Yeah. One of our finalists this time. Nice. Oh, yeah. but, uh, no, all the all the sets were hilarious. So I'm very flattered that that I won. I think, you know, Myrtle and I can band together and start our own weather system. <laughs> so how, how much did you work this set out? Like how um, you, we, we extended it to two weeks instead of one week for, for yeah. peeps to really hone the sets more. So like how much did you really like where did you start with this set? And would you say how long it take you to really get it together? Well, I, I try to do it on the same schedule um, as the one week turnaround with the second week being more time to actually perform it live. Oh. And uh, But I didn't get too many opportunities to perform it live because in between submitting it and, uh, and the following week, I got COVID. Oh. But, yeah, but luckily it was a mild case. Oh. But I, it wasn't, I, I didn't go anywhere for a couple of weeks. I, I, did a, I did a Zoom show. I did it on Zoom and I think I might have, I'm trying to think if I had a chance to actually do it in front of a live audience before the deadline. And I don't know if I did or not, but I know that I did it at least once on Zoom. So that helped. Oh, are you feeling better? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I have left is kind of the brain fog, but I got a few jokes out of it. So that's, that's good. Of <laughs> course. Oh yes. Only, only a comedian's like, you know, a good side effect of COVID they don't talk about. Yeah. Material. Hmm. And I do have to say, for the record, you know, my husband just left the house in disgust. <laughs> but he, just, <laughs> he refused to make an appearance, but he does not have prostate issues. Oh, he did want to clarify that. Yes, he did. He has issues, but the prostate is not one of them. Hilarious. It was a good joke, though. People really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's one of my favorites also. Yeah, but Olga said, good thing Brain Frog is also on the weather subject. So that's true, yes. Yeah, and I didn't even I didn't even make it into there because I guess by then I'd already pretty much like written it and I wasn't I, I just wasn't feeling like very I was amazed that I even wrote the, the few COVID jokes that I did because I wasn't really, you know, feeling very sharp. But Yeah, Jody said it didn't affect your writing muscles, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, well it didn't really I mean I submitted it like that Saturday and I didn't get hit with the COVID until Monday night. Okay, yeah. and we we have a question here from Ryan as well. Did you hold back? Is there a joke that almost made it, or was it too dirty? No, I didn't have any. Well, let me see. I I made him like tweet the last joke about the wet and dry seasons because you know I was like, oh, danger, Will Robinson. You know, because I I had some joke uh, a little bit more clinical about dryness, and I kind of icky. You know, one of the things I'm learning is is that that it's not so much like necessarily like the the jokes themselves but it's it's the source of the jokes and 
like young people don't want to think about that. Well, there are a lot of people who don't want to think about that. Yeah. Like, you know, a, a hottie little 20 something maybe, but um, I didn't want to get the ew factor. So yeah. you kept it, you kept it top level. You just kept it. Yeah. Yeah. I tried trying to keep it clean here. You said you, you I remember when we did the show together and it mm -hmm. was a clean show and you're wanting to do more clean things. Like, how's that going? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's going pretty well. My, my executive producer actually, well, he wasn't there last month cause he had COVID, but he actually let me do a, a couple of minutes of material, which went fine. Uh, except, you know, it's in the very beginning. So you have to take the bullet. People are ordering food and stuff like that. Yeah. At least that's just the excuse I gave. Uh, but, uh, but you're still yeah. trying to write cleaner. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Most certainly. Yeah. So what kind of changes? I'm, Cause a lot of people want to do that. How, how mm -hmm. are you working on that? How can other people do the same? Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, you know, no idea is a bad idea. So I don't reject anything and I, you know, I, nasty stuff still comes to me and I still write it down, but I try not to go down that rabbit hole if I can help it. Um, and I try to look for subjects that are not immediately, um, you know, sexual or dirty or potty humor. Yeah, I think it was our interview with uh, Kostaki Economopoulos who talked about like, to write clean, it's like, you still have the dirty thought, still write it down, but just don't stop there. You know, it's like you have right. the dirty, now keep writing to find out what a clean angle on it is. So like you said, yeah, don't don't automatically rule out any idea just because it's dirty. Now that right. you have it, now start to work on it to make it cleaner. Right, I mean, like the like the ending with the, um, with the drought and the, that sort of stuff. Yeah, I was like, okay, no, we're not going there, but there's something here. So let's keep going. And I love the way I love, I love Bob's joke about the, about the, about the WAP. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was commenting about that joke. Yeah. He's yeah. Such nice, a goose. Nice, nice cliche reformation as Ooh. Jerry Curley would say. <laughs> the joke doctor would be so proud. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Jesse asked, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, it's going on eight years now. So I got, first got up on stage in August of, I guess that would be, I can't do math, but I think it was 2014, uh, at a talent show at work. And then I sort of had to put it on hold for a while because of stuff going on. And then I took a class at the DC improv five minutes to funny in January, the following year. And, um, and I started from there. I love it. I love it. Well, this was this was a really good set. I mean, yeah. Is there anything you know? You know, we got we got peeps listening out here. Is there anything you you and you literally like compete in like every set? Like you really submit every month. Like how how are you able to stay so consistent? Is there like accountability that you build into? It's literally like you're one of the few that you, Jack and Bob, the finals this month. are some of the few that literally hit it every month. How are you able to stay so consistent? Ah, uh, just that I, I just, um, when I miss it, the last time I missed it was last August because I was away and I just felt terrible. So <laughs> even I, though you're on vacation? Yeah, even though or... I'm on vacation. And actually there was like a hurricane, like a, a category one, but it happened after the deadline. And if it had happened earlier in the week, I would have submitted because I would have had nothing better to do. We still had power and everything. So I would have been able to write. We were just really stuck inside for a day. Um, so yeah, so I would have, and actually I'm leaving 
for vacation uh, Wednesday. Mm. So, and the, I know the theme doesn't get announced until Friday, but the deadline is will be after I get back, I think. Because um, if it's two weeks, two then, weeks, yeah, yeah, right. But so there's a I might not enter next month. Just it just depends on the weather. I love that you submit every month. You're like, but next month we're gonna we're gonna ride this hundred dollars into the sunset. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. I mean, uh, if we have a rainy day or something, or if my uh, I'm going with my girlfriend and I, so if we're able to brainstorm something, I mean, we started brainstorming stuff, but I never followed through because, hey, the sun was shining. I feel like so many people are like, I want to compete, but then they just don't. They start writing and then they don't record it or something like. Yeah, no, you just have to push yourself. And what I do is I put myself on a strict schedule mm. because I, I have a day job and my my strict schedule is that the theme is announced on, <clears throat> excuse me, on that Friday. And then I try to force myself to sit down and write a first draft the next day. And if not the mm. next day, then Sunday or both days. Because typically Mondays, uh, if I'm not like, running the show that you were on that you got a standing ovation for no big deal uh, i may have gotten one in oregon as well i don't want to just i don't you know i don't want to yeah. you know ruffle any feathers here well hey you know you you've been doing it for a dozen years so i would think i would expect nothing less <laughs> yeah you're like yeah you've been doing it long enough joel Jeez. Yeah. I know that's why when people say how long have you been doing it and i say eight years they're gonna say really that long <laughs> Yeah, no. but uh, no, so I put myself on a schedule and then usually Monday, typically I, I sort of had this Zoom get together with a few other comedians and they're really good about helping me, you know, edit down my stuff. But this month it didn't work out because people are away and stuff. So we didn't really go through it until after the deadline. So I could think how many mistakes did I make? But they really liked it. So I felt good about that. So they didn't have any huge changes. So the bottom line is I try to get a first draft down that first weekend. And then from there, I try to like workshop it with different groups. Uh, a lot of times I'll, I'll do the, uh, the riff room. I, I wasn't able to this month, um, you know, and I'll try to the second week. Now I, I have the time to actually try it live. We're on a zoom show and that, that helps too. And, um, yeah, it just it just gives it more time. So I, I do like the two weeks, but the the only challenge is not procrastinating and pushing mm. it to the next week. Yeah. So for the last two times I haven't done that. I all bets are off this month, but uh, but yeah. So that's basically I just make myself a schedule, and it's kind of like the same uh, same thought process of um, of I don't want to call it dieting, but of my food plan. I know that if I sort of go off plan, I'm going to feel terrible after I've eaten that. Um, like I'm still trying to process the truffle fries from last night at the show. Uh, yeah, I really, I, I think I'm <laughs> close to food poisoning. And I thought I cannot have food poisoning this morning. That would be bad. Um, you know, I, I just reminds me that I can't, I shouldn't be eating at these venues. I really shouldn't. But I thought, hey, it's Saturday night. I'm not going to get dinner otherwise. And, of course, of course. Um, Oh, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I just went off on a tangent now. But. No, you're great. No, I think that 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 is helpful though. Of like having some sort of like deadline, having some sort of accountability. Like, all right, by the end of this weekend, I just need a first draft. You know, the same thing with even yeah. getting on stage. It's like 
it's hard to get on stage unless you have something on the calendar. It's not like, oh, I'll, I'll do an open mic at some point this week. It's like, no, there's one on Thursday. I'm going to go this Thursday. And now you have that kind of like it, deadline built in to like actually do it. Yes, I put those things on my calendar and I have a website, uh, uh, sandybernsteincomedy.com, which I have to update. It probably has my dates, my date, the couple dates from this weekend that have already passed, but I put it on there. So it's like a commitment. Uh, so I, and I make, it forces me to plan ahead also of like where I'm going to be and, and things, you know, cause you have to, you have to be strategic. Um, but yeah, the, but this first draft, I wasn't even that enamored of it. I really wasn't. Uh, I just thought, eh. but you know, it sort of grew on me and I was able to sort of hone in on it. It was weird because last month I just loved what I wrote and I was like so confident that I was when <laughs> I didn't even make the finals, but it was like last night, last month was like, bam, all oh, these jokes are great. So just <laughs> sometimes you just don't know. And you should submit Never. anyway, even if you, even if you think it's kind of, eh, just submit it anyway. I mean, because what do you have to lose? It's not like, it's not like Joel's going to post it and say, this is what you don't do. Never. Oh no, no. My wife and I love watching them. It's like, it's like a, it's like a family activity we do, you know? So it's mm -hmm. like, we look, we literally look forward to it every month. So yeah, submit yeah. peeps for sure. Yeah, I mean, has the longer deadline helped the number of submissions? Has that increased? It's really it? been the same. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we literally, we get anywhere usually between 10 and 15. So mm -hmm. I thought the deadline may help more people join or, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I mean. Did you get who, different people submitting? There are, there were some new, new people this mm -hmm. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a core people who submit mostly and then we do have some new people that'll come in and out each month but mm -hmm. you know i want this i mean i want people to compete in this to maybe win the money but also it's like to have new material to do on stage you know it's just kind of a way to like be held accountable to write new material every month yeah um, and that's where most of my new material every month comes from is from this because wow. i really had to force myself to do it and not all of it translates to stage but the mm -hmm. last few months like the um you know, the one I did on relationships that I do a version of that on stage. I do a version of the one with the travel tips on stage. Um, I've done the thing with the prescriptions and the health on stage. It, it, it works. It works for older audiences. I'll say that much. <laughs> I did last month at, at the, um, at the, my bus boys and poets show. Cause it, there's a lot of white hair in the audience. Oh, so. that's my demo, baby. That's my demo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, people say deadlines are certainly helpful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So where um, what do you have anything you'd like to promote? I just put your website in uh in the live chat for people to check out, and I'll put that in the show notes of the episode as well. But anything you want to promote or anything else you want to the hot breath of verse to know? Well, let me see. Well, I mean, you have to be local to Maryland, but now um, I run a couple of open mics each month. Uh, with another comedian friend, Walter Gottlieb, and we always do the second Monday uh, of the month at uh, Home Slice Pizza in Columbia at 9400 Snowden River Parkway. And that was the venue where we used to have the Try It Out Comedy. You were the first uh, one that was in our new venue, Bus Boys and Poets. So our original poster with you on it was for, was for Home Slice. Uh, but anyway, so the neat thing about the Home Slice show 
is, and there have been some people from the Hot Brotherverse who have been there, like uh, Gary, Gary Bachman and Patrick Seaman. And uh, so, yeah. And the cool, thing about, the cool thing about that show is that uh, the executive producer of Try It Out Comedy, Rich Madsel, uh, tries to come to that show. And because we like to sort of screen for new talent, because he's always on me to like get a, a newbie on the show, like, you know, somebody who hasn't been doing it that long. So, and, you know, there are other comedians that have been wanting to get on the show. And he's understandably nervous about people being able to do a clean 10 minutes. So this kind of, I wouldn't say it's like an official audition, but, you know, people can use it as such. So, mm. or they can just do whatever they want to do. It's fine. There are no content restrictions. So that's the second Monday of the month in Columbia, Maryland. And then the third Friday of the month in Rockville, Maryland, uh, we do another mic. Well, the one the one in Columbia is called The Slice is Right because it's at a pizza. <laughs> I love it. And, and then the other one, the, the third Friday of the month at Sam's Pizza in Rockville is called Evil Bad Kitty. And that's named after my co-producer's cat. One of his cats is Evil Bad Kitty and he's kind of the mascot. So yeah, so that's under our Evil Bad Kitty brand. Um, and that's that's fun too. And the cool thing about these mics, you sign up in advance. I put up a, a Google form. So anybody that wants to, that's in the area who wants to sign up, uh, just DM me and I'll give you the link. Uh, oh, to the form? Have, yeah, to the oh, forms. Okay, you cool. either one. Uh, and yeah, so that's the, probably the easiest way. I mean, I have it on my Facebook page too and on my Instagram. Well, Instagram messes up links. So it's on Facebook, but you can just DM me for it. And the cool thing about these mics is that usually the comedians stay for the whole thing and they actually pay attention. Oh, I so love it's not that. like these mic where, mics where everybody's nose is in their notebook or they're outside smoking. Um, for the most part, everybody is, you know, we don't have that many audience members, but the comedians are actually decent audience members, which is, which is unheard of. I love that. Uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be next couple of weeks, I'm going to be in Playa del Carmen. So if anybody's in Playa del Carmen, I'm doing a couple mics there at Buzo's restaurant on Thursday night, the 4th and the 11th. So that's, a, that's an English language mic that's put on by Mexpats. Uh, so there's a whole expatriate oh, wow. comedians in Mexico that I'm going to meet up with in Playa del Carmen. So that's really cool. How fun. Yeah. And then the fourth, uh, fourth Friday of the month in Frederick, Maryland, I do a show at Sky Stage, I think August. And I'm trying to think if there's one in September. It's just seasonal. Um, so that's that's cool. So those are the things that I can think of off the top <laughs> that's of my cool. head. That's cool. Just producing all these awesome shows, winning contests. You know, yeah. it's that hustle. It's that hustle that we, we love here at Hot Breath. You know, it's like comedians out there creating their own opportunities and helping others like you said other members of the hot breath diverse doing your shows as well you mm -hmm. know i mean even the show we did together every mm -hmm. i everyone on there was in the hot breath diverse yeah except for one person and yeah, yeah it just worked out because one of the people that was on the bill uh had a health issue and had to drop out like with like 12 hours notice and it just so happened that two members of the hot breath diverse had come in from out of town to support joel Oh. Yes, yes, Sandra Doss and um um okay, having a senior moment here. This is terrible. Bo Johnson? No, oh yeah, well Bo Johnson was already on the bill. Uh-huh. And and um um uh oh gosh. I'm I'm just I, I'm gonna remember as soon as I as soon as I'm Peggy? I, yeah, Peggy, of course. Peggy Cagliari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, thank you. No worries. 
Like I said, brain fog. I'll blame it on COVID. But they were both <laughs> great. And Bo was great. Every Everybody, like, loved that show. It was one of the, like, we got so much positive feedback about that show. I think it was a lot of people's favorites because we have uh, at least half the audience are repeat customers. And they're very, they're, they're very forthcoming about their opinions. The, the, worst, <laughs> the worst thing you could possibly hear is, do you vet these comics? Oh, my oh, gosh. That yeah. is, like. Yeah, we've had a couple of those, but you know, everyone has. When you produce a show, it's that comes with the territory, you know. So we yeah, always learn from those experiences. Yeah, and it's always what you least expect, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I didn't know this person even had the f bomb in their vocabulary. Every other word's an f bomb. What, <laughs> what is this? <sighs> well, wh yeah. where's the best way? You said DM you. What's the best yeah. place to DM you for, like, to you know, to maybe submit to be on one of your shows? Uh, well, you could either, uh, like I'm, um, I'm Sandy Bernstein at Sandy Bernstein comedy on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm also on TikTok. And what I need to do also is, um, yeah, I need, I need to do like, um, Dawn Womack, who you've interviewed and I've been yeah. on her show. You've been on her show. She has a really great setup with X2 comedy and I've performed for her as well and she's got a really great kind of like intake form for people who are interested in performing um so i need to put up one of those uh we have a website for try it out comedy it's tryitoutcomedy.com mm -hmm. so i need to i need to work on that google form and and get that put up there um but as far as like the open mics yeah just uh, just dm me for for those links and um uh we cap it at 20 um uh, but it's very rare that we have to turn anybody away. Even if we're full, there are people who flake at the last minute. So, you know, just, you know, sign up and come out and uh, I'll be away for the the one in Columbia, but Walter will be running it. And um, so, and Rich should be there. So by all means, come on out. And uh, like I said, check out my website for other things. I do, I do um, for those of you who are out of town, I do Zoom shows and, uh, so I always, I frequently do one, uh, with, uh, that fan and friends yeah. and that's, that's a very good show. Uh, their rules, you have to, you have to text the number and you get the rules and you agree to the rules, mm -hmm. but the rules make for a good show because people are paying attention. You don't have people cooking chili while they're watching or walking yeah. around. You know what I mean? It's, and oh, yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's, um, so yeah, if you have like 96 minutes where you can devote your full attention uh, they're usually 10 o'clock Eastern. I would suggest like getting there 15 minutes early so you can get in the zoom room, but yeah, those are a lot of fun and those are very good zoom shows. And if, if you're kind of like a critic of zoom shows, tune into one of these and see how a zoom show can be run is cause it's very professional. Nice. Well, very I just well. got all those links. I was just, as you were running those down, I was tracking them down. So I will put those in the, in oh, the show okay. notes, but I mean, I mean, re I don't even know how many times you've won now, but it's not by accident. You're putting in a lot of work both on and off the stage. So, I mean, I could I could not be more proud that we we got to meet each other during the pandemic and now work together and to see you continue to grow. It's really it's really cool and inspiring. And it's cool just like my wife and I watching these every month and just seeing people just keep getting better and better and better, even just in one month, the difference that um we're seeing people have just in you know participating in this and you're you're a big part of that so i i, I appreciate the work you're doing sandy it's really it's really showing
Oh, well, thank you. That's awesome. And also, I have to give a shout out to Hot Breath. This has been a game changer to me. I know I say this every time. I sound like a broken record, yeah. but I mean, it really taught me how to write jokes. Uh, doing the right 10 every day has, has really like helped me hone my craft. I couldn't, I couldn't write a joke before. And I've been doing comedy for years until I started tuning in at the beginning of the pandemic. And just all the great content that you have online for free. Hey. Right? <laughs> Fantastic interviews. And, uh, and of course, the, I can recommend the class on Hot Breath Pro. It's definitely worth it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and it's no coincidence that all of these contest winners have taken the classes. And Yeah. Yeah. So this has been a great resource. I've pointed a lot of different comedians here. And um, so, yeah. So I, none of this would have been possible. So Do you know Ariel Casey? Yes, she actually is a little success story. Uh, she came to our mic uh, at the uh, Home Slice Pizza. And, um, you know, she's she's relatively new. She's been doing it less than a year. And, you know, and, uh, you know, Rich and I really liked her. And Rich is like, put her on the show. And I'm like, well, she's not that experienced. But, you know, she's, you know, just put her on the show. I was like, okay. You know, because she has that very good work ethic. You know, I'm, she goes out to open mics. She actually goes to shows that she's not on to support the other comedians and wow, producers, which yeah. says a lot. It really does. So, you know, hot tip for everybody wanting to get booked on shows whenever you can. And it's hard because you, if you want to be on stage. You don't want to be spending time watching. But whenever it's possible to actually go support other shows or even if you're on a mic just to stay for the whole thing and just be supportive and yep. uh, promote other people's shows. I mean, producers notice that. Yep. I mean, I, I notice people who are supportive. Um, and, you know, it, it goes it goes a long way. I mean, because there's so many different people jockeying for a very limited number of spots. And it's not always just like, you know, you look at it as like, oh, I'm funnier than this person. Well, you know, maybe the producer sees you putting in the work and you say, okay, well, that person's on a bunch of other shows, but here, this person here, I like what they're doing. And they're, and they're really got a good work ethic. Yep. And I'd really like to, I'd really like to give them an opportunity. So that's uh that's my one piece of advice is just to be a good, good comedy citizen. And Absolutely. that goes away. It really, it really does. does. Yeah. Well, welcome to the hot breath of here as well, Ariel. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very excited, uh, you know, for her. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We just, we just gave her 10 minutes from five. So <laughs> how exciting. Yeah. 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 So, and thank you for tuning in, Ari. I appreciate it. It was it wasn't a condition of uh, employment. <laughs> oh, well, let's uh, let's land this plane. Let please recover. Keep uh, keep relaxing. Take it easy. Work out that brain fog, and we will hopefully see you, if not next month, the month after. But uh, great job and congratulations, Sandy. Yeah. Thank you so much, and uh, thanks for everything you do, Joel. And made my day, my week, my month. So, yeah, all right. Awesome. $100 coming your way. There you have it, Hot Breath of Verse. If you want to compete in next month's contest, go into the description of this episode and click join the Comedy Writing Masterclass where you will not only get access to the 10 plus years of comedy writing experience I have condensed into one class, but you're also going to get access to our private Facebook group where people are doing weekly feedback mics and we do this monthly contest and so much more to help you level up your comedy game so i hope to see you there 
and we will see you right here next Monday on Hot Breath. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.